With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to The Auburn Express. Powered by The War Report. All aboard the AM departure from Platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. (laughs) You freeze. Comes in at number eight, and there the the reasoning here is they talk about what he did at Liberty. He won thirty. He had thirty four games that he won. Um, he had a top twenty five ranking at Liberty, uh, given what that program was. Uh, and it talks about how he built a ten win team at Ole Miss. How he brought in guys like Laramie Tunsil, Robert Kimdichi, Laquan Laquan Treadwell. So recruiting is obviously factored in here. Okay. Uh, beating Nick Saban at Alabama um, in back-to-back years. Uh, had the Rebels ranked number three at one point in national polls. Um, obviously, they do mention the, va- the them vacating a lot of his wins due to you know what happened at Ole Miss. Doesn't know race um, what happened. But it also talks about the type of offenses he ran at Ole Miss and how it was a headache for defensive coordinators. So that's that's the... Not to mention what he did at Liberty, right? Like, you can't just throw that away as if Liberty was some powerhouse sure. program, even right. in their division before he got there. They absolutely right. were not. Right. And mm-hmm. he turned them into a perennial top uh, contender in that mm-hmm. division. Producer draft power, pick, quarterback. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, also beating Power 5 programs while at that school. Right. They beat Arkansas Correct. last year. Last year. Right. <laughs> we did not. Would I put him in my top 10? Probably not. Like if I were, if you were to ask me to list the top 10 coaches in college football, would I name Hugh Freeze? Probably not. Um, I don't argue with this so much because I am understanding how they arrive at the numbers. Um, It's just, it's difficult, man. Like I just, but, you know, I have to go back to the question I asked earlier when uh, others were saying someone should drop out. I don't know who I'd put up there above him uh, mm. in the top 10, given all of those criteria. I'd I, say I would maybe argue. Brian Kelly would probably be yeah, up there. Yeah, we talked about James Franklin. Like, you know, I, I think there are mm. Listen, coaches when, that here, have here's, accomplished If we're being honest, we just did best coaches in the SEC a couple of weeks ago, and we did not have Hugh Freeze at number three. There were coaches in the SEC we had above him in just our conference. So if unless we're yeah, going to right. put those coaches above him right here in the top 10 list, then I, I think it's dishonest to, to say that he's a top 10 Yeah, again, that, that's where I was going. So thank you for saying that. I, I would also add that this is by no means me saying that he cannot work his way into this list. I think he's a top twenty coach yeah. easily in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, like I mean, but by this ranking, he's underpaid severely, right? Like I think if this ranking is accurate, Hugh Freeze is owed a couple more million dollars a year. Well, he had some 
Not reasons that, 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 why. I say the baggage well, no, that no, came he with came him. On, he yeah, came yeah, on yeah, a little yeah, bit no. of a savings. Yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah I, I get that. What I'm saying is, is, is that like this ranking to me means Auburn should, in the next few years, should be a lock to be a top ten program. Yeah. I don't. Oh, do not disagree with that. One hundred. Right. If, if, if we're to believe Auburn this, should, yeah, there's Auburn no reason by year three to be a top ten program. Yeah, and I'm not sure that that's true just yet. So a lot I of mean, work. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of work to be done. And there's a lot of variables, and you are in the toughest conference in college football that will be changing in a year. Yes, it will have new challenges in a year. <laughs> All right, so I. Uh, I don't. Hugh Freeze is a good coach, man. Like, listen, Hugh Freeze is a good coach. He is a very good coach. Um, and uh, well, he's got some stiff competition. When we're talking top ten, if you ask me, based on what he has accomplished, both accomplished and not accomplished just yet in his career, he absolutely deserved this opportunity at Auburn. Right to come back to the SEC and prove that he can do it at a program with better resources than Ole Miss. See, this is this is why, like when we were talking about recruiting, right? Like, oh, we I know we know how hard it is to recruit, how much harder it is to recruit to Ole Miss, which is why I thought he got credit for recruiting to that program. Which is why I didn't want to let Climbing off the hook for not being able to recruit top fifty classes to Kansas State. If that makes sense, I don't think he's off the hook. I just think he's. Kansas State's even harder to recruit to than Ole Miss is. Like, there's no, there's no precedent for recruiting well at Kansas State, uh, and it's and it's in a worse conference. Right. In there's a, no precedent. Like, yeah, was a la- what was the last time it was legit? Had like, good, like 2003. Do it now. When's the last year Kansas State yeah, was good? Like, 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 legit. Like, we thought they were. Yeah, Darren. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they had team. Darren they waxed, they waxed Oklahoma in the yeah, and El yeah. Roberson, I think, was their quarterback yes. that year. It was one more time. What's his name? What's his name? Colin. Um, who's yes. their quarterback? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Colin yeah. Klein, I think. Colin Klein. Yeah, yeah. Colin yeah. Klein. Yeah. yeah, they had Colin Klein. Yeah. Um, and he's there the, like OC. I'm now? Say he's the OC now, if I'm not right. mistaken. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, but, but yeah, they yeah. weren't pulling. But they weren't pulling in no top twenty classes like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, recruiting was different back then. But I, I guess I'm, I'm just saying, like, I think Hugh Freeze can legitimately be on this list, undisputably, I should say, be on this list in a year or two, right? Like yeah. at Auburn. And, you know, he's recruiting, well, you know, I think the perception is he's recruiting at a high level right now. If the development matches the perception of the recruiting, then he should absolutely be, we should be talking about a contract extension in a few years. You know, and at least maybe, and I would say by year four, one SEC West title. I, th- I think an SEC West yeah. title by year Well, four. there's not going to be an SEC West in, in oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this okay. year, so okay, that's so not going to be a measure anymore. SEC, so, so, uh, so an SEC championship, championship appearance. appearance. Yeah, let's put it that way. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, I, Well, how about this? A college football 12-team playoff appearance. Nah, I think you got to. I think it's got to be. I think you got to be top two in the conference. Yeah, I don't think so. I think you got to be top two in the conference. <sighs> I think you really? just got to get to the dance, get to the dance, and win one. Nah, I mean, listen, it won't be. It's it almost, listen, it, you know, is, nobody is, will complain about. Is either, that like? Right? Is it? Is it kind of like what what college basketball is? Just get to the dance, it, and it takes a lot of the the pressure because usually the conference championship was a rite of passage into the college football playoff. Uh, yeah, I just res- think respects. at some point in four years, if you can't get into the top two, 
but you're sliding into the back end of the playoff. It, it does say something it's a about tougher road. where it's a yeah. tougher road if you do it that way. Yeah, but it just I think it just says something about where you actually rank in the tier of your conference, right? Like, you know, realistically, and, and we know that matters. We know that that matters within the SEC because of how many teams, when you look at the top 10, like, you know, it's like being, um, you could be like a top 25 recruiting program in the conference. I mean, in all of college football and still be like eighth in the conference in recruiting. Yeah. That makes sense, right? Like you could still no, be very, very, very. Where we sit currently, like yeah, right yeah. now yeah. as a program. Yeah, we top like 25. Eight, but yeah, still. But, but still way down, you know, like yeah. way far behind your peer, which is why I think you got to get to top two if you really are talking about competing. At some point in the next four years, you got to be, you got to finish top two in the conference. Sending a message, basically. Yeah, sliding into the back end of the playoff, it, it may not, to me, it just may not mean much about where your program is. That means you've established a good program, so you may not actually be competing. Hey, considering where we've been lately, it means a whole lot to me. But uh, yeah, I get your point. I get your point. I've got a problem with with recruiting as they have defined it in this list. I think when you read it off, see, it was the percentage of four and five stars that they get, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. If I told you that Gus Malzahn recruited top actually, 10 no, to 12. Actually, no. No, I didn't read that. I, I have to go back and I have to actually go look and read it because I don't even think 247 actually listed how they looked at criteria. recruiting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I I wonder how it's accounted for as far as the criteria goes, because there's recruiting where you get high rankings when signing day, and then there's recruiting where the dudes you get in dominate and they dominate after they've left. Those are two different things to me. So so that's why I think that they weighed it based upon what you did with those people as well. Just getting high recruits. This is the reason why I think Gus Malzahn's not on this list. Right. Is because though he has the win-loss record to be able to do that, (laughs) he's had high recruiting classes, (laughs) but he hasn't done anything with them. (laughs) Right. And similarly, no, um, no results the were poor. Oh, uh, Jimothy, <laughs> Jimothy at AM. Th- this is why Jimbo Fisher's yeah. not with a national one title. Has, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Jimbo so, is so, not on the made the playoff the next year. Yeah. And but B, you said it, B, you said it. The previous guy brought a lot of that talent in for that championship squad. Yeah, but I'm saying, but that's why he's not on this list. He's got a championship. He's made the college football playoff. He's had teams at both of his coaching stops that have been within the top 15 as recently as number one ever in recruiting. Yeah, I mean, that's— But the results on the field don't match that. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not just getting blanket, uh, you know— credit for having high recruiting classes part of it is what you're doing with those recruits mm-hmm. all them recruits and couldn't find a one quarterback <laughs> you know it's <laughs> crazy one. so i'm thinking about this list i'm thinking about hugh freeze's spot on this list mm-hmm. and i get why we all feel like i don't know should he be on there and then i'm thinking about what something that that mike has actually brought up a few times in the past and that is that i think it is much harder to find a great coach than it is to find great players. Great players everywhere. That's why you pay them so much money, yeah. That's why you pay them so much money. But what we find out over time is that you're not really that guy. Like, you can invest in a guy like he's that guy, but that doesn't make him There are so few that are, though, man. That's right. right, That's right. So I'm looking at this list, and I can say, okay, Nick Saban, sure. Kirby Smart, sure. Dabo Sweeney, sure. I think the jury's still out on three and four, Lincoln Riley and Ryan Day, because if the best that you can say is that we always have good offenses. Yeah. And you haven't won shit. So if you are always well equipped with talent and you are always a great offensive mind and your offenses are always good, 
then you should have less of a puzzle to figure okay, out oh, than Dabo Swinney. Wait, time out, time out. Pause, hit the pause button. Okay, there's, I'm pausing. A, there's a difference between getting to the door and not getting over the hump and saying you haven't won yet. <laughs> I think it's a stretch to say Ryan Day and Lincoln Riley haven't won yet. Okay, you're right. Ryan Day right, has won okay. some things. Lincoln Riley hasn't won shit. That's why I mean he hasn't won shit. Okay, so <laughs> with that being said, <laughs> I mean the playoffs. Uh, he's been the path to the play, and this is another thing, and this is just my gripe with college. Has football. Lincoln Riley ever won his conference? Yeah, yeah, he's won yeah. it. They won, won it a couple it. times yeah, in there. Yeah, did yeah. they? They won it. Yeah, yeah. they definitely, they definitely won I it. Yeah, year. Year. I think the year with Hurts was there. Did they win? Yeah, it yeah, year? they definitely yeah. won that year with Baker. The Baker's last year. They got, they they, yeah, they got, they got mopped up by LSU in the playoff in 2019. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Talking, I'm talking. Well, conference but, championship game has Oklahoma right. won it with yeah. him? Yeah, they won okay. a couple. Yeah, yeah, they won it. They won a couple. But again, if if your thing is, have you won your conference? I'm like, okay. If I but the Big Twelve was kind of you know trending downward. They were during that. They were. And on top of that, are we giving conference championship so much weight if the conference isn't the conference that we have to deal with? Like, I do I'm not think, putting it versus our conference. I'm just saying you still got to win. Listen, you got to win the schedule that's in, in front of you, bro. Like, I, yeah. You, you do. You, you can't do. Uh, transport your team into another conference and, and say, well, it don't count because you wasn't playing over you. They won. If you're going to do that, then Dabo Sweeney needs to get knocked every year. They went to ACC. However, he took that team that may have won a not as good ACC and then beat the teams that everybody thought was better. So I'm, he, he's, uh, listen, you're, you're getting zero argument from me about well, Dabo's well, greatness. Okay. I'm just saying if you're going to say that some, that conference championships don't matter, Dabo shouldn't get credit for any of them. I don't think you, they should matter the point that much. But no, no, he was making a point about Hugh Freeze. Uh, the I point I bring to, to Hugh Freeze is this: when I think about offense, 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 and you've won something, you want something, you want something. I do think that there is something to be said for, of course, his wins over Alabama. Like, I think, let's be honest here, if he hadn't beaten Alabama in two back-to-back years, he's not on this list. He's not even sniffing this list. Like, that is the accomplishment that puts him here because he beat a long-standing Titan in the college game That's two real. years back-to-back. We're, we're One could be a fluke. Two years in a row? No, you did something, you had something cooking, right? Okay, that's respectable. If you're good enough to beat Alabama, why couldn't you win the division? Because you actually were playing above your head against Alabama and you really weren't as good. Was, that has been the, my one better question. Team, you were the better team that day. Right. Right. Now. And you did it twice. You know. And that, that is, if I've got any concern about Hugh Freeze's place on this list, I think he deserves to be on it. And I'll tell you why. But before I get to that, if you were to say he wouldn't, deserve to be on it, I would say I also understand that because, and this again, this is my great with Gus Malzahn, if you're good enough to beat Alabama, we should be winning the West. We've been good enough to beat Alabama three years out of Gus's eight. We won the West, well, twice, because 2017, we actually did win the West because he beat him in 2019 as well. You can't play up to compete with that level of talent and that type of coaching because let's 2013, Kirby was still there. We beat an outstanding defensive mind and defensive team. We had the juice. 2017, we had some magic, maybe not the depth that mm-hmm. we needed to do it, but we were able to do it. Why can't you win more? Like, we lost at LSU in a game where we were up handily in 2019, but you could beat Alabama? What, what are you doing? I think if Hugh Freeze is the QB whisperer he purports to be, then he will. 
I think he can. I think it's it's possible. I think he will. I think that um, with, again, more resources, better recruits, and like, I mean, the same effort that he put into getting top five classes into Ole Miss is now putting that effort into Auburn where it is, there is a, a recruiting advantage, I think. You know, and that's not, that's yeah. not, that's not me being a homer, right? No, like, no, there is. There's a recruiting advantage at Auburn over Ole Miss, right? With the same energy, I mean, all we're things. We're broken ugly, so that would be yes. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> um, that's all you had to say. And all things were equal, but he is better with quarterbacks than the last two coaches. Yes. I, th- I think he, I think, I think he, I think he gets Auburn into the top two. Yes, agreed. And, and again, uh, my Eventually. only pushback be because I get I get what you're saying, but you got to remember what Ole Miss was when Hugh Freeze inherited that team. They couldn't beat right. Arkansas. You know I what I mean? And so I and agree. so getting through, and yeah, you got to remember the SEC West during that time had a reputation as the toughest, nastiest, and it still kind of has that reputation. But it was really nasty during yeah. that time as well. So you may beat Bama, but then the next week you got LSU. Right. You got Auburn. You got like you can you can trip up in any any of those games. So in in fairness, it was just tough during that time. All, we we were convinced that Auburn was ascending during that time. Mm-hmm. So it, it was it was a tough division. Mm-hmm.